Imaginative Radio. We are back. This is episode 263 of the Dark Windows podcast. My name is Kevin. And my name is Kevin. And, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got nothing to say, I guess, at wow. the beginning of this, so. Surprise, surprise, surprise. You know. I got something to say. So, um, a little one of those, uh, pull at the the heart type of stories that's oh, of not nothing to do with this. Um, so my dad and mom, this was like a week or so ago, uh, were out to dinner. Actually, this was, I forgot to mention it last week um, on the episode. My mom and dad were out to dinner and they had got done eating and everything else. My dad was waiting for the check to pay it. And, um, Waitress, waiter or waitress comes over, gives them the check. And I don't know if it was my mom or my dad that looked at it. Maybe it was my dad to go see how much it was. Ran out the building. Um, Written on it was a note. And it said, you know, thank you for your service. Uh, Appreciate everything you've done. Happy holidays. And... The bill and it said, you know, bill amount and it was paid already. Somebody had paid for their meal, and my dad got choked up over it. And you know, then he kind of got like a little bit angry or a little, you know, or whatever, because he had been wearing his um, uh, Iraq War uh, veteran hat, and somebody had paid the bill, and he was, you know, being a prideful man and. Everything he was just like, you know, I appreciate it, but at the same time, I want to pay for my own stuff, and you know, now I can't wear my hat and um to show my pride of this and in public because I don't want other people doing this for me. And I and I said, and my dad told me that, and I'm like, no, don't be ashamed at all of what you do. Somebody doing something nice. Yeah, I mean, they were doing something nice for you. I understand that, but. You know, it's just I don't, I don't know how to take it. I'm like, well, pop, it's the holiday season, and somebody wanted to thank you for your service. Yeah, and they wanted to show their appreciation for what you did. Yeah, don't don't Literally shy just away. Doing something nice. And, yeah, you know. But I thought that was awesome that somebody did that for my dad. No, yeah. and mom. Absolutely. So, and I forgot I'd share that with everybody. But anyway, on to the story. So yeah. this week. Yeah, because it is your week. What do you got? Guys. Um, so this for, for this week's episode, I came across a guy that was had a bit of a wild story that intrigued me. Uh, what well, hooked me and made me want to uh, get right on the, the internet and see if what I was watching was true was the story that um, the narrator of the video that I have been watching told about how a group of men 
who found this guy in the wilds of the Rocky Mountains in the middle of winter. Um, and how they brought him back to their shelter and gave him food after eating so much of it. He like goes outside and he throws up. And they think this is kind of fucking strange. Because <laughs> a guy who supposedly was starving and everything is throwing up. Kind of weird. This um, doesn't taste like... And this you now made him suspicious of the guy because he had basically had been starving, like I said. And he said that he was the reason for vomiting was that he was out in the wilds, wild wilderness, and he was surviving on rosebuds and uh, like rabbits or whatever. More like rose um, and bud, huh? So more like rose and bud. Oh, um. <laughs> And his stomach wasn't used to normal food. Ah. Okay. Mm, yep. Uh, now, it wasn't the only the vomiting that got them suspicious. It was the fact that the guy was saying he survived on so little, but that also that he didn't look like a guy that had been only eating plants and some, you know, rabbit hmm. when he could. Well. In all so. fairness, you can't survive on rabbit because there's not enough fat in it. Um, so if that you're taking that in as your only protein, you will eventually starve to death. Well, once again, this guy didn't look like it. Oh, no, definitely not. You know. Because, you know, I'm sure I, I have a vague idea of who you're talking about, and I kind of know the story. So so um, now that I got you all hooked on the story, I guess I should tell you who we're talking about this week for this episode. The guy's name that we're, we're talking about is Alfred Packer. And this story is kind of a weird one. Oh, no, no shit. Um, Alfred was not from uh, from the state of Colorado where he was. The men found him at. He was actually from the state of Pennsylvania. He was born in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, on January twenty first of eighteen forty two. One of three children of James Packer and his wife uh, Esther uh, Grenner. When he was still just a little fella, his family would uh, leave Pennsylvania. And they would go to LaGrange County, Indiana. Oh, great. Uh, and they're in, in Indiana. Indiana. Yep. They would go there. Nothing there. good has ever happened in Indiana. No. Other than Larry Bird. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Getting ready to dodge some shots here. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Justin Rimmel would be like. I'm not worried Whoa. about Justin. Where does the worried about those folks with a little casket on their thing oh yeah, those guys, yeah. yeah. well i mean i i, I could have shot a couple fires but you could have what caught a, shot a couple fires you know but you know i didn't you know you want to say that one more time i said it how i said it okay <laughs> i know okay. what i i was <laughs> i, I'm I know just making sure that you're I, not I, like I, having a stroke here because I, I i didn't you know purposely you know i i know i should have said you know you know, fired a couple shots, but I said it opposite. Yeah. Sorry, you know, just to be a smart ass. Oh, uh, hmm. Um, anyway. N- nice attempted save. Continue. I know. Yeah, because I, you know, purposely did it wrong. I did. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he they went there in the early 1850s where his father uh, worked as a uh, cabinet maker. Then in 1862, he would enlist in co- into Company F, 16th U.S. Infantry. In Winona, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. And he would say that his occupation at the time was a shoemaker. Okay. Uh, when he That's listed. a good cover. 
uh, he would end up serving only eight months because uh, he would be honorably discharged due, due to having uh, epileptic epileptic uh, seizures that, well, you know, aren't so good. No, I mean, a soldier. I, not not many people having, you know, seizures would be like, no, these things are great. Yeah. Uh, and he, he actually, when he was discharged, uh, he was actually stationed at uh, Fort Ontario in New York, which, um, if you don't know where that is, up, Fort Ontario is, um, like, towards the western part of the state. Yeah. Of, uh, of New York. Now... He must have liked, uh, you know, being booted out of the army because, well, or must not have liked it because, well, he would f- move further west and he would enlist again. And Man, that must have been some wild shit where you could just go to a different town and enlist in the military under a different name. No, he enlisted under you know? the same what fucking name. What I'm saying is, is you still could have back then and be like, ah, I'm just going to, I'm not, I'm not. John Jackson anymore. I'm Jack Johnson. Well, there you go. But he enlisted underneath the same name um, in the army in uh, Ottumwa, Iowa. And anybody can, yeah. I I, heard, I can tell you who's from there already. So. Uh huh. And if you if you know anything about anything, you know who came da, from Ottumwa. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. He had a little teddy bear. <laughs> Anyway, continue. <laughs> so he would enlist in uh, June of 1863. This enlistment would not last long either, and he would be discharged for the same reason. Surprise, no. surprise. So he basically never saw combat during the Civil War. What a piece of shit. Uh, now, taking the hint that his military life was not in the cards for military life was not in the cards for him. He would move for even further west to try his hand at being a prospector. Uh, he would work in the gold fields for the next nine years. And then in 1873, he would be a guide in the Utah and Colorado wilderness. Okay. Are we, and, no, we're talking about Alfred, not his dad, right? This is all Alfred. Okay. Make sure, because I thought we were talking about his dad there for a no. second. So. This is all Alfred. Okay. Uh, it was then in November of 1873 that his was, a, was off the radar. <laughs> I'll leave now. Damn you! Don't be telling. Don't be giving hints like that. <laughs> it's too late. I heard you giving it away. No, damn you! So it was uh, then in November of 1873 that his adventure into the wild that would start that that um. Hold on, let me start that again. I wish you would. Clap. Uh, it was then in November of 1873 that his venture into the wild that would start to end, start at it started at ended up in him being at the shack with the gentleman. Yep. Um. This is when he would join Bob McGrew and his party of 21 other men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was said that. Uh, it's said to be that. The articles that I read from, uh, two were reliable, okay, mm-hmm. uh, sources that I could, you know, legit say, hey, they're they're actually legit sources. And, right. You know, I could bounce off of the other ones that I found about him. 
So I was kind of like, okay, well, something, you know, all right, there's different this or that. Uh, said that he had actually joined them, which kind of implies that he was asked to join. But the source that I was watching on this guy stated that uh, Packer just invited himself. Yeah, it's one of those. So oh, I'm going that way too. I'll just, I'll, can I go with you guys? Sweet, thanks. Okay, I guess so, sure. No, no, he didn't even say that. According to this guy, he just basically said, hey, I'm going to go with you, and uh, nothing you got to he, say. He's like, oh, uh, hey, I'm gonna, I'll just go with you guys then. Fuck it. You know, he, he just kind of was like, hey, I'll be with you. Um, so this is one of those times that I would like to believe that it was more likely that he asked to join them since he was actually already a guide in the area, yeah. and it was kind of like, hey, listen, um, I'm a guide in the area. I know my way around. I know how to get from point A to point B. I know where everything is. I'll help you. Yeah, but he's also kind of an asshole. It's like, ah, I'm just going to go with you. Um, no, we're good. No, 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 you're not. I'm going to go with you. Well, no. I, I I don't think it was so much of uh, him going and saying, hey, it was more like he was saying, oh. So they would start off from Provo, Utah, and they would be traveling to the gold country of Breckenridge, Colorado. Now, hence why I think he actually asked to join since he would know his way, like I said, because he's going from Utah to Colorado and he knows that area. Um, so the winter of 1873 into 1874, according to what I read, was a harsh winter in the area. And after traveling for three months in the harsh conditions, they would arrive at the camp of... Uh, the U Indian Chief uh, Oray near present day uh, Monterey, Col- uh, Colorado. What what years did you say? Eighteen what? Eighteen seventy three to seventy four. Okay, seventy four. So like that winter time. Okay. No, no. I, I I was like, yeah, it sounds like like what the winter was for the the Donner Party, but that was, you know, thirty years before that. Wow. Uh, Chief Oray recommended that. They postponed their expedition until spring since they were likely to encounter dangerous winter weather in the mountains and offered to allow the men to stay with his tribe until the winter had actually passed. Right. Um, now, I do feel, once again, that I have to mention this is in the case anyone decides to look up this guy and wants to call me a liar for not doing my research correctly. I won't look him up and I'll still call you a liar. Well, that's fine. Uh, one source, because I know there's people out there that will be like, oh, it doesn't do that, or blah, 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 or it sounds like he's, you know, reading from a textbook. Well, guess what, motherfucker? I went to college. I write papers like a, I'm reading from a textbook. So, fuck it. Um, anyway, one source mentions that okay. four of the men became restless and decided to ignore Oray's advice and travel uh, to the government uh, cattle camp near uh, Los Pinos, Indiana Agency, uh, near Gunnison, uh, Colorado. <sighs> now, Gunnison Orchards because they make really good goddamn donuts. I don't know. Really? You, oh, dude. Oh man, Gunnison's over in fucking. Uh, was it like Port Henry or some shit like that? Okay. <sighs> hmm. Their fucking cider donuts are good. Their turnovers, like I would, I would kill a man for a box hmm. of their turnovers. Hmm. I don't they're, know. They're apple cider. They sell it in little like, uh, you know, you have, like your regular size like gallons. Then they have like 
pints that are just like a little mini gallon jug of it. Yep. Oh, shit's good. Hmm. Those motherfuckers know how to make apples. Like, I don't know. So the four men left, and Packard attempted to follow them, but at gunpoint, the men ordered him to return to camp and stay with, away from them. Fuck off! Uh, it would then say that uh, because Packard did not want to stay at the camp, he and five others would strike out the next week on February 9th. Now, I only mention this because another reliable source actually mentions that, which is a museum source, okay? So, yeah, they're pretty reliable. Yeah. Uh, does not mention the f- group first group of four men leaving. Mm-hmm. He o- they only mention uh, Packard and the five other men. Well, it's because the other four guys weren't important to this story. Well, because they went and like he tried to go with them. They're like, no, fuck off. Well, no, another <laughs> reliable. You know? Well, I only say this because I'm only mentioning it because there's another reliable source, which is a historical source, actually does mention the first four men. So it's like, and and also. The museum source kind of leaves out, uh, like a, a bunch of deta- other details. Yeah, because it's know. a museum. You can only put so much shit on a plaque that people are going to um, stand there and read. You know. So, anyway, the five men that went along with Packard uh, were uh, Shannon uh, Wilson Spell, terrible James name. Humphrey, uh, Frank. Ready, that's in quotes, because that's his middle name, or nickname, Miller. What a terrible fucking nickname. Oh, Ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Ready for this one? Oh, my God. George California Noon. He's from Tennessee. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know where he was from. I'm going to say California, <laughs> but maybe not. And then there was Israel Swan. Now, that's also a terrible name. Well, that's his name, man. It's I don't care if it's his name. It's still not a great name. These people... Hey, listen. Man... Between Listen, that and fucking college basketball players' names now, like... Have, I, I don't want to... Oh, uh, wait a minute. I don't want to hear anything about fucking names because uh, during the Patreon episode, you had some humdinger of, of names. I sure did. And I mean, I'm like, holy shit, dude. Those aren't real names. Hold on. Well, so I found a list of uh, active college basketball players, and I swear to Christ, these are the I've names. heard them. Always Right? Yeah. Yep. A Million Bugs? <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Uh, Tennessee Rainwater. Uh, oh, yeah? I got... Oh, boy, I... King. Uh, assistant coach, Dick Bender. Um, and then we've got our... Uh, well, our, it, okay, our... they, they shortened that, so his actual real name is Richard. Bender. I don't care, dude. Dick Bender is still fucking crazy. We've got our six-foot-one freshman, Jizzle James. Okay. Uh... So oh, oh, there's more. There's there's more. Hold up. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a guy that I've met personally, and I know what his real na- his name is, and you're gonna be like, what? Okay. His first name is Rainwater. Last name, Winter Painter. That's fucking weird. Yes. Yes. He is from Colorado. <sighs> that explains it. Our uh... Rainwater Winter Painter. Georgetown uh-huh. forward, Supreme Cook. <laughs> Um, not to be outdone by by guard Chris Cross. Not not the the rapper. He's just got handles like a motherfucker. There's a guy that's a, a customer of ours, of the company I work for. His name is Chris Cross. Yeah, but is he a uh, 
guard for some no. college? Okay. I don't know. As far as I know, no, but maybe. Um, out of Michigan, George Washington III. Whatever. Doesn't look anything like him. Um, and we have Churchill Bounds from Wagner. <laughs> He's six foot ten. Uh, six foot ten forward. That's that's a good size. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, he. Not to be racist, but unfortunately, he is white, so he's gonna suck at basketball. He's just tall. That's all he's got going for him. Yeah. Um, Might be Connor Dubsky. Yikes. Uh, Ray Allen the third. Why is that in here? That's not a weird name. His dad was a fucking fantastic player. That's that's not a weird name. That's just. Then um, we have Tony Tony from. Uh, I believe uh, Michigan, looks like. Ray Allen the third? Yeah. Because the Ray Allen we're thinking of was a junior. Was he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wooga, Pop- <laughs> Wooga Poplar. Uh, he's a six foot five guard. Uh, Legend Geeter. Not to be outdone by Oakland guard Rocket Watts. And that's, uh, that's all of it. He's from Michigan. That explains it, though. <sighs> Okay. Anyway. All right. We got off on the tangent. We're go well, back. We gotta have to have some fun in this goddamn episode. I know. Because every time I try to make a joke, you just like fucking just look at me, and I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just stop talking. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Listen, I joined in on the fun with names. I I went I went in on the, with a guy that I actually know personally that I've met with a name. So come on. I mean, I, I fucking, you know, I But that's, I, not, I that's not a funny name. It's Criss Cross. It's like, come on. No! Rainwalker Winter Painter. He made that up. He Look, gave himself that name. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. I guarantee you some fucking weird boomer that spent way too much time at fucking Woodstock, and he's like, man, I gotta change my name. My parents are such a fucking downer. I This is my new name now. I'm Rainwater. Get the fuck out of here, white dude. Knock your shit off. I don't know. Goddamn weirdo. But that's his name. That's as far as I know. Or his parents were hippies. Or he's a hippie and he was like, I he you know, I can't well, be John anymore. I mean he could be. I'm not Fucking sure. Weirdo. But he's probably from the Northeast Kingdom too. No. One of those goddamn barefooted well, hillbillies up there. <laughs> I think he lives up north, so maybe he yeah. might be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm telling you. I I you you might be onto something there. All right. I mean, the whole corner of the state was a fucking hippie commune for the majority of its time. Yeah, but he's not originally from up there. Doesn't matter. He moved there. Yeah. Which makes it even weirder somehow. Well, like, as an adult, he moved there. Yeah. So. Okay. Or up there. Yeah. So, I don't really know. So he moved to a fucking hippie commune. Is it still a hippie commune? Probably. Uh, anyway. So the one other thing that was different in my readings is that uh, one mentions that the leader of the original group, Bob McGrew, had gone along with them, meaning uh, Packard and uh, five other men. Right. So he went along. So he was actually a sixth man um, or seventh man. Seventh man because a total of seven. He's, he's, too many, he's the too many th- wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had gone, actually gone along with them until the horses uh, could not continue. At to which point, McGrew unloaded the men's provisions and went back to Ore's uh, camp along with the horses. Yep. So he basically said, you know, all right, well, fucking horses can't go any further. I'm not going any further. See ya. Yeah. So, um, but the other source didn't say that he actually went along. So I don't know if it's 
Which is correct. Yeah, that's hard to say. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they would head off with all, all their little bit of provisions that they had. And later, Packer would have uh, this to say about it. Quote, three or four days after our provisions were all consumed, we took our moccasins, which were made of rawhide, and cooked them. Yep. Our trail was entirely drifted over in places. The snow had blown away from patches of wild rosebud, uh, rose bushes, and we're gathering the buds from. We were gathering the buds from these bushes, stewing them, and eating them. Ugh. Now this is where the story became interesting because nine weeks after going into the wilderness, Packer on April sixteenth, eighteen seventy four, would arrive at Los Pinos Indian. Agency. Right back where we started. Yeah. Where, well, ahead. Well, whatever. Um, With little more than a rifle, which is a Winchester. I don't know why it's important, but it is. Because there was like fucking three brands of rifles back then, yeah. so it's easier to figure it out. Um, And he had a skinning knife, uh, which actually belonged to uh, a member of, of his party. Ah, shocker. The story Packer told at the time was that once the storm hit, he had uh, set up camp while the others went forward in search of food, and they never returned. And Packer subsequently uh, went on ahead uh, and headed out for Los Pinos. They went out for a gallon of milk. Yep, never came back. Yep, just like his dad. Went out for bread and never came back. Went out for a pack of menthols, man. He's just gone. Gone. Never came back. Nope. It's crazy. Now, for a man that claimed he was surviving on very little, they kind of thought that he looked really good. Hmm. Sounds like somebody else we've talked about before. Yeah. Yeah. After recovering, Packer left for uh, Sagachi. I'll I'll spell it for everybody. That's not a real place. I don't know if it is or isn't. S-A-G-U-A-C-H-E. That's in Wisconsin. Um, this is actually in Colorado. Nope. <laughs> no, that's in Wisconsin. That's okay. One of their, that's one of their towns. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so they took it away from Colorado. Like, listen, that can't be yours. Yes. Or was it stolen by people from Colorado because there was already a town called that? Everything here is stolen, apparently. So. Well, that's true. It, I mean. At least we have the common courtesy to name places after the people that lived here that we killed to take it. That is true. Other places can't say that, can they? No. England. France. Germany. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so he would head off to for Colorado where, by some accounts, he suddenly became, quote, a big spender. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the local saloon. Wonder where he got all that money from. Yeah. Well, this is this big spending may have been his downfall because oh. he would meet up with several men that were part of the original group, and heard about uh, what Packer was saying, and they became suspicious. Mm. Uh, Indian agent Charles Adams took Packer back to Los Pinos for questioning about the matter, and on May eighth of eighteen seventy four extracted the first of Packard's uh, two conflicting confessions. This is what he said in his statement. Quote, Old man Swan died first and was eaten by the other five persons 
about 10 days out of camp. But not me, though. I didn't eat him. I was eating rosebuds and shoes. Four or five days afterward, Humphreys died and was also eaten. Yeah, no, no. Not me, though. No. He had about uh, 100... About one... I'm not really sure, sure what this... Uh, what, I don't know what this guy... This guy per, I just a direct quote. Where do you want to So, everybody, uh, right after this. Okay. Um, not sure this is correct, everybody. Yep. So, I'm just reading it verbatim. He it says, he had about one... $133. Now, I think it's supposed to have been $133, but I left it as it was. Right. Okay. I found uh, the pocketbook and took the money. Sometime afterward, while I was carrying wood, the butcher was killed. As the two other, as the other two told me accidentally. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was also eaten. Yeah. Not me, though, because I'm a vegan. No. I don't yeah. know if I told you guys oh. that or not. Well, you haven't, but yeah. you just told me. Yeah. Again. Uh, in, and then about 40 seconds, my internal timer is going to go off, and I'll have to tell you again. No, no. It's less than that. It's actually like 30 seconds. No, but not no, me, though, because no. I'm a vegan. Oh, that's so. true. That's true. It's a little bit yeah. longer. Sorry. Uh, Bell uh, shot California with Swan's gun, and I killed Bell. I'm a vegan. Shot him. I covered up the remains and took a large uh, piece along. Wait. No, I mean a, he, a large he, piece of tree because I'm a vegan. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. Then traveled 14 days in uh, into the agency. Bell uh, wanted to kill me with his rifle. Struck a tree and broke his gun. Which Packer. I don't agree with because I'm a vegan. So yeah, you know. Packer was arrested and charged with murder. However, the tri- the the jail was little more than a log cabin. And after being a pa- uh, passed a makeshift key for his irons he, uh, and give, given some supplies, Packer easily escaped. Yeah. So we're gonna take a break here, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna finish this off. Suit him up. I'll be, I'm, I'm coming out and just. I'm coming out right now. We just had to get to a point for a break. No, I didn't realize that you were yeah. ready. I was just gonna call the men because we were gonna really, really. No, no, just go. get him out and. Hey, okay. dickheads, out. Come on, out. Good job. That's what I needed. Go. Oh. Get your fat head out of here. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, now I can move. Ugh. All right, we're back. That we is. Let's finish this bitch up. He's kind of a bitch. Yeah. Okay. So Packer has escaped from jail because he got a a key somehow. Uh, he re- would remain at large for nine years, living in Arizona, Montana, and Colorado under assumed names. Yeah. Uh, until someone recognized his laugh in a saloon in Fort uh, Fetterman, Wyoming. He was arrested and returned to Colorado. Jesus Christ. At this point, driven by nine years of guilt, he would make a second signed confession. What really happened, he now claimed, was that all six men were still alive, but had become too weak to continue. No, no, they're not. But that's okay. (laughs) Packer left uh, camp for several hours looking for the trail. When he returned, to uh, Shannon Bell had gone mad and killed the other four men uh, mm-hmm. with a hatchet and he was sure boiling did. the flesh from one of them. Mm-hmm. 
Upon Packer's approach to the fire, Bell charged with a hatchet, and Packer was forced to shoot him twice in the belly. Mm. Only after several days did Packer resort to cannibalism to stay alive. So that was that was his second story. On April 6th, the trial began in Lake City, Colorado, and seven days later, Packer was found guilty of premeditated murder and sentenced to death by hanging. According to the local newspaper, the presiding judge, M.B. Geary, said, quote, Stand up, you, you voracious man-eating son, son of a bitch, <laughs> and receive your sentence. When you came to Hinsdale County, there was seven Democrats, but you, you ate five of them. God damn you. I'm setting you to be hanging by the neck until you, you're dead. Dead, dead. As warm, uh, as a Warren Egan reducing the Democrat population. Who cares? Of this county. Fuck Democrats. <laughs> also, fuck Republicans. Eat them all. Who cares? <laughs> Packer, you Republican cannibal, I would sentence you to hell. But the sent the statutes forbid it. That's that's the next thing they're gonna <laughs> pin on Trump. He's a cannibal too. Court records, however, reveal judgment of this court is that you'll be removed from hence to jail of Hinsdale County and there confined until the nineteenth of May eighteen eighteen eighty three. And on that said nineteenth day of May eighteen eighty three, you be taken from hence by the sheriff of Hinsdale to a place of execution prepared uh, from this purpose at some point within the corporate limits of the town of Lake City in the said county of Hinsdale and between the hours of 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. of said day you then and there by said sheriff be hung by the neck until you are dead 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 and may god have mercy upon your soul between 10 and 3 what do they work for fucking comcast like yeah there's there's we'll send somebody out to your house between 10 and 3 to execute you just make sure you're home yeah get the fuck out of here I and mean, you know i need was... a i need a more specific time frame than between 10 and 3 yes god damn it i <laughs> uh, well 3 years later the conviction conviction was actually overturned uh, however, due to a legislative error made in the criminal codes when Colorado changed from a territory to a state in 1876, mm-hmm. Packer was tried again, charged with five counts of manslaughter, and was convicted and sentenced to 40, uh, 40 years in prison. Like literal manslaughter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was remanded to the state prison in Cannon City in 1886. While he was in jail, he would make... Uh, horsehair bridles, one of which is displayed at the Museum of Western Colorado in Grand Junction. He also uh, built elaborate Victorian houses. When released... Is he fucking Jimmy Carter? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when released, Packer would move to Littleton, Colorado, where oh, uh, by all accounts, he became a model citizen. So much bad shit's happened in that town. Like, this guy... Uh, he was Columbine. Yeah, he was well liked by his neighbors. He died of natural causes on April twenty third of nineteen oh seven, and was buried with military, with oh, military for funeral. Fuck's sakes, I forgot Littleton, about yes. that. Jesus yep. Christ! He, he was buried in the uh, Littleton Cemetery. 
Uh, he was described as a kindly man who would take a take children on his lap and tell him them of his early days in the old west. Uh, fuck that. Wild West Albert Fish is not going anywhere near my kids. I don't fucking think so. Uh, I don't know. God damn, dude. Uh, that was according to the Littleton historian David Hicks. Because of his, because uh, he was a Civil War veteran, the military paid for the funeral and provided the tombstone, which reads, Alfred Packard, Company F, 16 U.S. Infantry. His dying words, according to the Littleton Independent, were, I'm not guilty of the charge. That's how they should have killed him. It was just yeah. a super unsafe tombstone. So just drop him right on his goddamn head. Um. Now, in recent years, forensic science has allowed a closure examination, closer examination of the evidence, exhumation of the remains of Packer, uh, Packer Party, and the recent discovery of Packer's revolver in the location of the Museum of Western Colorado has tended to uh, corroborate many of the details of Packer's second confession. No one will ever prove what really happened on what they would call now Cannibal Plateau Mm -hmm. uh, near present-day Lake City. But in modern core of law, Alfred might easily have established reasonable doubt. I don't know. Uh, It was also found... I also found this bit from another site that I was using... And I'm sh- not sure if it's, if it's actually accurate, but I will share it with you, everybody, anyway. Um, in the 1950s, a rusted 1862 police uh, Colt police model 32 f- uh, five-shot revolver was found at Cannibal Plateau with two shots missing. Mm-hmm. So that was actually the other part of that. Um, now, analysis... At Mesa State College's uh, electron microscopy uh, facility proved that the bullet fragments exhumed from the burial site matched uh, lead from the pistol, uh, suggesting that Packard did shoot uh, Shannon Bell in self-defense. I don't know how you can prove that. No, you can prove that you shot him. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Museum curator David uh, Bailey believes that, this is quote, Alfred didn't deny he ate the bodies, but he killed only in self-defense. Mm. It's never too late for the truth. <laughs> I ate them in self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was he, coming right for me. <laughs> <laughs> he, was wrongly con- he was wrongly convicted. Packer's pistol is now on display at the Museum of Western Colorado. Such a legendary story as Pat was Packard's that in 1968, students at the University of Colorado in Boulder christened their new cafeteria, the Alfred E. Packer Memorial Grill. That That's fucking, like, way out of pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in 1982, a statue honoring Packer was uh, commissioned and could be seen on Boulder campus. The Boulder so campus. why did we put up a statue for him, though? I don't know. Because he was know. a serial killing cannibal? Yeah, something like that. Huh. Uh, a figure... Uh, you would think, like, we're in the mood for, like, tearing statues down the last few years. You'd think, like, that might be one of them. You know? It's a monument to a fucking serial killer. I guess not. But it's okay, because we'll vandalize the one for the, uh, you know, the Harlem Hellfighters, because, you know, that's intelligent. Yeah, it's racist. I mean... Yeah, it's definitely racist. Or something. something. Have, like, a bunch of just black dudes that fought in the 
in <laughs> the first world war how dare you yeah. you know know what they what they felt and everything else yeah. damn you i fucking hate this whole thing it's real stupid yeah. like yeah um Jesus. A, a figure of packer sits in the women's cell um at the uh saguchi uh county museum sheriff amos wall uh guards the prisoner from his chair in his office. Okay, first so, of all, this is, so this is like a like a reenactment type thing. First of all, Amos Wall, that dude was born with a handlebar mustache and a star pin to his has chest. Had to be. Had to be. Ha, I mean, and I don't care if this is modern times. No, that man was born in fucking 1840. Yeah. You know, him and Wyatt Earp, they were they they were fr- they weren't friends, acquaintances. but they knew each other. Yeah. They weren't going to like go out and have a beer, but if they saw, you know, they'd give him like the squint and the, the oh, nod. Yeah. yeah. Or it was he, he knew they were acquaintances through somebody else. Oh, like, no, no. They, like they, Bat Masterson. They was... knew each other, but they weren't friends. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. There was okay. a. All right. All right. I can. I can dislike, but professional courtesy. Yeah. yeah. And then you get like the, the yeah. squint and nod thing. You know? But you know who he. What? Who he <laughs> probably really didn't like? Doc Holliday. Because he's probably want. Doc was probably wanted in the area. Doc probably just like stole all the women too, because and he probably shot somebody on the street because of something stupid. Yeah, he was drunk. It's fine. Eh, it was more than that. He wasn't drunk all the time. No, they were both drunk, so it's, it comes out in the wash. I mean, like I was watching this thing on Doc on uh, Doc Holiday before I uh, came here, and um, I didn't realize that if you want to get the whole picture of Doc Holiday. You actually have to watch both Wyatt Earp and you have to watch Tombstone. Or. Because, th- listen, hear me out. Okay. It, uh, I'm saying getting the big picture mm-hmm. because you have to you have to see both because there's stuff that's in Tombstone because they only cover Tombstone in that movie. They don't cover. Correct. Pre- previous to that. They don't cover Dodge City and they don't cover, you know. Everything no, else. because it wasn't called Dodge City. It's um, called Tombstone. No. The, I know. I know. I'm saying they don't cover it because uh, it's only Tombstone. I'm yeah. saying they don't cover, like, you know, Dodge City and all that stuff. They don't cover anything back yeah, yeah, like yeah. Wyatt Earp does, which is which covers all the way through from Wyatt being a kid all the way to, you know, Tombstone and beyond. Or. um, But anyway, what I was saying was I didn't realize that. Um, with, there was like, I don't know, so much more, like, you know, like the two movies, you have to actually watch both to get, you know, everything for the most part with Doc Holliday. There is some like stuff that's kind of not correct. Like, um, I know, I know it's a movie and everything else. So they kind of have to, you know, make a little bit more of it, but like the whole, uh, um, Doc Holliday actually killing um, Johnny uh, Ringo. Johnny Ringo. That didn't happen. Yeah, that never happened. Actually, I didn't. I didn't. I always thought it possibly did, but um, apparently both movies fudged that up too because Doc Holliday actually was like three to four hundred miles away mm-hmm. um, when when uh, Ringo died, and and all accounts Ringo actually committed suicide. Or option C, if you don't have time to watch both movies, you can go over to our dear, dear friend Justin Rimmel's podcast, Mysterious Circumstances. Yeah, that's true. Where he did a fucking killer 
killer. That's right. He did Doc do Holiday a, episode. He did do a Doc Holiday. I totally it forgot. It was fucking incredible. I totally His forgot Jesse about James that. episode, also fucking incredible. Matter of fact, that's the episode that I first started talking to him because of. Yep. Because I listened to his and I went, wow, this is really good. Like, really good. And then another podcast that I happened to used to listen to at the same time, about two weeks later, came out with a Jesse James episode. I went, wow, this is really good. But I've already heard this before. Huh. So I messaged, I messaged Justin. I'm like, hey, I know you don't know me, but these motherfuckers stole your stuff almost word for word. Yeah. Really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, so I unsubscribed from one and subscribed to the other. Yeah. Um, and also his his John Dillinger shit is like uh, restaurant quality coverage of John Dillinger. Like, you can't yeah. get any better than that. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. History well, Channel couldn't touch that with a fucking 10-foot pole. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. We'll have to do... Uh, I don't know, of course, to... they would have also had to talk about aliens in it, too, so... Whatever. Or um, fucking hot rods, somehow. Maybe. Or pawn shops. Possibly. Because uh, it's not history anymore. It's bullshit. Um, maybe one day I'll have to do something on, uh, I'll do something on, uh, like, White Earp or whatever, you know, because I can get, like, fucking, like, actual photos and probably some stuff on Wyatt since my aunt was related to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, was there anything else you had to say? Oh, no, I, I got something else pulled up for this piece of shit, though. Oh, okay. Well, so um, on display are the uh, in the museum as well are handcuffs, leg irons, and other items uh, relating to the history of Al- Alfred. Uh, Alfred, yeah. Yes, it is Alfred. Alfred Packer. Um, in addition, uh, CU film students uh, Matt Stone and Trey yeah, Parker. Yeah, Okay. Uh, who were, would later create the TV show South Park, as yep. everyone knows. Produced Cannibal, the musical in 1993. And if you haven't seen it, it's fucking incredible. It's yeah. so funny. Uh, like Packer's Companions, the, the film was short-lived. It was funny, though. It was good. Uh, Packer's memory is alive and well in Lake City, uh, where Al Al Packer days, which uh, the Burger Packer Burger, the Packer Burger at the Cannibal Grill, and uh, a large wooden... Uh, Historical marker proclaiming Alfred Packer massacre site are popular attractions. But we're tearing down Thomas Jefferson statues. Yes. Uh, travel magazines Fuck state me. that the Hinsdale County Museum houses, quote, the largest collection of Packer m- memorabilia known, including skull fragments and clothing buttons uh, from victims, as well as the shackles used when he was imprisoned. Tourists are advised quote, don't miss the actual burial site, just five minutes from the town. Hmm. Uh, so now, um, I didn't put this in here, but so from the, the show I watched on Packer, there was actually another account that, um, that, they, that he, this, this gentleman came, uh, had come up with, and I didn't see that on any other of the sites or the museum or stuff from Colorado or whatever um, was that one of the guys um, had died so what really they they say happened is one of the guys actually died 
Mm-hmm. And they all were hungry, so they, all of them, ate that guy. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then it kind of like progressed from there until it was pretty much the last two, and then that's when the the whole like hatchet and gunshot thing happened, where one shot or one supposedly went after the other, and and Packer shot him, and it was self defense, and then well. He ate him. Yeah, yeah. Again, ate I him mean, in self-defense. Yeah, I and mean, they, they, I guess they had found. Um, later on, they actually had found the remains, and they came to the conclusion that you know that they were eaten. And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you can come to that pretty conclusion. Pretty easily, actually. But, um, tool marks in the bone, uh, or even teeth marks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's 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 one of I'm like guess. that's how like uh, they can find old like Neanderthal sites. Yeah, and f- and be like, oh, they these were cannibalized because there's teeth marks in the bones and there's like knife marks in the bones from they were uh-huh. trying to strip meat off of them. Yeah, pretty pretty easy thing to yeah. I'll I'll go with that. I don't know. I don't really know. I was just kind of like I was mostly curious myself because I'm like, well, I don't know how the fuck you could tell that. I mean, if they didn't really like eat everything and just left it to birds and rodents and whatever like, else even if like critters got a hold of it you can definitely tell the difference between a knife mark yeah and a tooth or yeah. human teeth and animal teeth okay no all right well i get that all right well there, there's another cannibal we'll have to cover at some point it's a very similar story but his is way way more violent yeah we'll have to do, we'll have to do boon helm at some point because that guy um well, he was being executed. He killed a man, as a matter of fact. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, that, I mean, whether anybody, you know, if you, whether you believe that Packer fucking killed these people. Oh, or, definitely. 100%. Or he as, did as they say, and, you know, one person died, and he they <laughs> needed to survive, and they ate him, like the Donner Party, or, you know, or he killed them. He, and... he 100% killed all these people. He was just playing dumb at the end to try to not. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'm not. Uh, it's one of those ones where you kind of go had to go. You know, only the dead know the story. Yeah, and and well, there's, you know, there's always three sides to a story. You know, that person's side, what they found in this case, evidence that's found, and then there's the actual truth. Yeah, and obviously there's nobody alive from back then still. But yeah, he he killed them all. I'm, he pro- he probably fairly, did. I I'd, I'd put a paycheck on that. Yeah, you know. I mean, kind of weird, just a weird dude. And since unfortunately the time machine's down, we can't go back and find out. Fuck. So. Well, all right. As long as you know, it's okay. Need some spark tubes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back up and running. Um, uh, yeah. But in so... the meantime, you can go over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Darkwindows Podcast, and you can give us five dollars. And this week you can hear. We don't usually do this, but I'm going to tell you guys in advance what Patreon's going to be. Oh. Try to get you excited. We're going to talk about the Great Canadian Maple Syrup Heist, um, which, I mean, it's no great loss. It was Canadian Maple Syrup. So. Yeah, it's no loss. Yeah, it's no tragedy. They're actually doing the world a favor by getting yeah. rid of that bullshit. But no. anyway. No, not really. Um, while you're on the internet, um, as most of you are, you can also go over to studio.com, grab some earbuds, headphones, or a speaker. Throw it all in your cart. 
Dark Windows 15 at checkout gets you 15% off your entire order. And um, that's a, it's a great, uh, it, by now it may not be here for Christmas, but whatever. I bet you still get Christmas deals on stuff. Yeah. Because they're, they've got good fucking products anyway. So even of if course. you get it after Christmas, that's all that matters. Just get them. Um, or to Facebook, uh, we have the Facebook group. And we also have the page. Um, the groups are all the fun shit happens. The page is more like, this is the show. Like, this is business shit that really mm-hmm. nobody pays attention to. But if you go to the official page, you can leave a review if you'd like, which helps us greatly. Also, while you're leaving reviews places, you can uh, you can leave reviews on uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify. You can leave comments on episodes. Um, wherever you can rate and review, you can do that and tell us that Kevin can't read, but we already know that. Shut up. Um, yeah. That's not so, funny. But it's true. All right, <laughs> fine. Be like that. So with that being said. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, next week, spoiler alert. We're back on the on Oh, yeah, the, we're, we're going to Jersey, bitch. <laughs> you heard that right, Jesse. We're coming for you, you son of a bitch. Um, and guess what? Double spoiler alert. We're not talking about the fucking Jersey Devil, because that punk bitch has already been talked about enough by everybody. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that we even did Mothman, to be honest, because, like, that was a big one. Yeah. That's, like, like the big five of cryptid shit. Yep. And, you know, we did it, but... Uh, I mean, had had it not been uh, COVID, I probably wouldn't have done that. <laughs> mm. I was like, I got time to kill, so what the hell, right? You know, but uh, yeah, no, no Jersey Devil. So if you're expecting that, uh, not going to happen. So yeah, yeah. So we're going to do road trip this week and probably well, this coming week, and then probably the week after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. To finish off, uh, finish no. off the year with a road trip, and yeah. then come back. I was gonna say bigger and better, but it's not gonna be. It's just gonna work. It's just coming back. Yeah, you know for sure. And uh, I do have I do have a cool episode for the beginning of next year, though. If the book comes in in time and I have a chance to read it through, and that's gonna be fun. Nice. Yep. Talk well, about a uh, bad bad son of a bitch pilot. Sweet. Yeah. What a fucking mustache on that guy. Golly. Anyway, okay. just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. Goodbye.